Radio Gag, the Gays Against Guns show. Prepare to gag, yeah. Well, good evening and welcome to Radio Gag, the Gays Against Guns show. Radio Gag is your weekly update on how to end the national emergency of gun violence in America. I'm Ty Kersley. And I'm alone. I'm utterly alone. No, actually, Reggie's here. Um, this episode is about stay, uh, staying proud. I'm calling it Stay Proud because of uh, Pride Week and month. Um, since everyone else is so busy this week uh, with that, unless you didn't hear about Pride, um, it is World Pride in New York City because it, uh, and it is also the 50th anniversary of the Stonewall Riots. Uh, that was the catalyst to the Gay Activist Alliance. Uh, then one year later, the Christopher Street Liberation Day on June 28, 1970. And finally, we have good old Gay Pride, uh, which is a global celebration, but yet we still need to march for equality for LGBT, LGBTQ+. Um, so a lot of people ask, why Pride? Uh, simple answer, because Pride is the opposite of shame. So the people that try to oppress us aren't better than us. They're just luckier. So this episode is Stay Proud. Now, unfortunately, I have to read a in memoriam, as we do in every um, meeting, and we try to every episode. Zoe Spears, a 23-year-old trans woman, was shot and killed in Fairmont Heights, Maryland, on June 13th, mere blocks away from the spot where another black trans woman, Ashanti Carmen, was killed in March. Now her community is left mourning two losses in short succession and grappling with the fear for their safety of other trans women of color living in D.C. area. On the 600th block of Eastern Avenue, just before midnight, police found Spears on the sidewalk suffering from multiple gunshot wounds. She was pronounced dead on the scene. Police say that it is still unknown whether Spears' death is related to Carmen's or whether there is any specific target on trans women on Eastern Avenue. This area straddles the D.C. and Maryland border, and it is known as a gathering place for sex workers. Police said that it is unusual that we had two murders like this within a couple of blocks of each other, and he would ask the community um, to look out for each other. Now, Earlene Budd is a transgender activist in D.C., Uh, who knew both of the women murdered this year, and she strongly believes the two deaths are related. Spears and Carmen were good friends, uh, and a week before Spears died, she texted Bud begging for help to be relocated out of her apartment on the Eastern Avenue. She told Bud she feared for her life because she witnessed Carmen's murder months before. She said, please help me, Miss Bud. I don't want to die. Uh, She described Spears as a vibrant, high-spirited young person. Uh, She strongly believes that this is a coordinated effort of killing her because she was a witness to Shanti Carmen's murder. Uh, Police have declined to say if Spears was a witness, citing an active investigation in Carmen's death. Bud says she is begging trans women to stay off Eastern Avenue altogether. Uh, They're telling the trans community to avoid going on Eastern Avenue. It is not a safe space to go up there. Now, I have um, Sarah Lilly was kind enough to re, uh, pre-record this week's news, and uh, then we will talk about Pride, and uh, I'm going to relate this, um, this memoriam to uh, our cause. This week's gun violence news. 
This week, the New York Times reports that risky behavior by teens is down dramatically in areas such as teen pregnancy, smoking, and illegal drug use of all kinds, as contrasted with the wild behavior of teens presented in the new series, Euphoria. Despite these health gains among adolescents, suicides have increased significantly. Many suicides can be prevented by simply making improvements in the way firearms are stored. In the U.S., it is illegal for children to purchase their own weapons, so safe storage can prevent teens from obtaining a gun. In a recent study, Dr. Michael Monyato, an assistant professor of pediatrics at Harvard Medical School, said, we need to communicate to parents that storing guns in a way that makes them inaccessible to children can reduce the number of children who die year after year, especially from suicide. The suicide rate among adolescents is currently at its highest level in 20 years based on available CDC data. It's the second leading cause of death in this age group. Storing guns for safety means storing them unloaded in a locked cabinet and storing ammunition separately from the firearm. In the wake of the Virginia Beach Massacre, in Virginia, Governor Ralph Northam has called for a special legislative session to begin July 9th to address the safety rights of millions of Virginians and other Americans who are impacted by Virginia's permissive gun laws. Among the common sense measures Northam is calling for are universal background checks, a ban on assault weapons, including silencers and bump stocks, an extreme risk protection order, reinstating the one gun a month purchase law, child access prevention, requiring people to report lost and stolen firearms, expanding local authority to regulate firearms, including in government buildings. In Virginia, representatives are hosting town halls with panelists who are gun safety experts. Still, the pushback is often the familiar myths promoted by the NRA and Republican lawmakers, such as comments that permitting weapons in the public buildings would allow a good guy with a gun to take down the attacker. A recent study by John Donahue of Stanford University concluded that allowing citizens to carry handguns seems to increase violent crime 13 to 15 percent by the 10th year of the law being enacted by the state. In the 12 years since the horrific shooting deaths at Virginia Tech, little has been done to prevent more violence or stop the continuing flow of weapons purchased in Virginia from being used in crimes up and down the East Coast. In other news, hate crimes are on the rise in the U.S., with hate groups increasing by 30 percent since 2015, according to Everytown USA. LBGTQ folk make up at least 17 percent of those targeted by hate crimes. Gays Against Guns was founded after the Pulse nightclub shootings in Orlando, Florida. Radio Gag reported from Orlando this month on the memorial and the victims and survivors. Sadly, more than half of the states in the U.S. still permit the purchase of weapons by those who have been convicted of committing hate crimes. Passage of the Disarm Hate Act, H.R. 2708, can close this dangerous gap and prevent those convicted of hate crimes from obtaining a weapon. This bill has been brought before Congress for the current session and is now being debated in committee. 
After it failed in Congress in 2017, the public has continued to be assaulted in synagogues, churches, schools, public buildings, nightclubs, and other traditionally safe places for the past two years. This bill stands a good chance of passing in the House of Representatives, but it is likely that the Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell will prevent it from being considered by the U.S. Senate. Okay, once again, I want to thank uh, Sarah for preparing that for me. Um, I'm going to talk in a minute to um, another gagger, uh, since I'm gagging solo tonight. But first, I want to go through some of what uh, Pride is. Right now, we have World Pride, uh, which will be happening Sunday. And World Pride in New York uh, is the first time in uh, America that we've had, or at least if you want to call it um, the United States, that we've had uh, World Pride. Um, if you could just text someone that information, I'm going to have the caller call in a second. Um, but World Pride, if you go to their website, they, they're described as a culturally diverse expression of the quest for equality and liberty of LGBT plus people worldwide. It exists to rally the community on a global level, uh, therefore, thereby promoting uh, a universal quest for freedom and human rights. Also, we're commemorating the 50th anniversary of the Stonewall Uprising. So this year, we will have a record-breaking 40,000 people that are expected to march uh, in what is called the Heritage of Pride, the Pride Parade. Um, so that will be this Sunday, uh, the 30th. Uh, one of the problems that a lot of people have with it is it is a celebration of our community, but now it has every bank, corporation, and a politician advertising themselves, and they throw rainbow beach balls at you with their logo on it. Uh, and some think that the voices of activists are lost in all the corporate involvement. Uh, so this year there is the Queer Liberation March. This will be earlier Sunday morning. It will start at Stonewall. And if you went to reclaimprideNYC.org, you could see uh, some of their statements. One of them is, uh, we, march the, we march against the exploitation of our communities for profit and against corporate and state pinkwashing as displayed in Pride celebrations worldwide, including... Um, New York Pride, uh, we march for liberation. And I see everyone's point in this. I just want to know that I want you to know that both of these marches are giving other people hope. Uh, because 50 years ago, there was a time when homosexuals were not allowed to congregate, it was illegal. So we are celebrating our accomplishments as a community. Uh, we are honoring the people that fought for our rights. And we need to fight for the people that need to know they're not alone. Uh, and that can happen in, in both cases. So, what is Gag doing this week? Uh, I'm sorry, caller, you're on the air. Hey, hi, <laughs> how are you? This is Kathy Marino Thomas. How I, are you? I know, I'm very excited to uh, hear from you and not stare at Reggie like I'm talking, you know, to myself with <laughs> no expression coming back from him. Uh, no, he's, he's he's been lovely and, and not rolling his eyes at all. Uh, I did want to go over, I don't know if you heard, I was talking about we have... Uh, Tons of events, obviously, for everyone going on, and millions of extra people going to be in the city. Um, we yep. can go back and forth, and can you uh, give uh, our listeners an update on what GAG is doing and who we're representing and, and so forth? GAG has a really ambitious and exciting agenda for Pride Weekend. It starts on Friday evening at the World Pride Rally in Sheridan Square, 6 p.m. We will be honoring our trans siblings that have been killed with a gun this year, and we will be honoring our Pulse nightclub siblings that have were taken from us in 2016. 
Um, we will be giving a short speech on the connection between the AIDS epidemic and the gun violence epidemic, or epidemics in this country in general. So that ought to be right. very interesting, and that's Friday night. We will also be bar- participating in the drag march because, you know, uh, it's fun. <laughs> that's also Friday night. That's um, right. On uh, on Saturday, we'll be visiting Harlem Pride. We'll be visiting Youth Pride. We'll be doing the Dyke March. On Sunday, we will be marching in both marches, the uh, Queer Liberation March uh, that lines up 9 a.m. in Sheridan Square. And then we will be uh, marching in the World Pride, Heritage of Pride March. And our check-in time is 4 p.m. If you check our website for the location or our Facebook page, uh, the location will be posted there as soon as we get it. Now, do you, um, I know we had sort of like, a, we usually do a theme. Um, it, we'll, we'll talk about the two marches on Sunday. So... Queer Liberation March, I would kind of told the listeners what the difference between uh, these two are and their intent. Um, as a, I'm actually split, so I'm splitting myself between... I may even be split Friday, where I have to... Do, I'm, I may do both. <laughs> uh, I may film a little of the HBs. <laughs> we should all do everything. We <laughs> should all do everything. Although I'm solo so tonight. Liberation, so for Queer Liberation, Gag's theme is, uh, you know, what does gun violence mean to you? Um, and our members are either dressing up or creating a sign that says as much, uh, you know, what it is, why they got involved in this issue, what, you know, what, where they'd like to see it going, things of that nature. Um, our World Pride uh, contingent will honor the 49 victims of Pulse, um, same as we will do on the evening of the rally. And, and I think even, I think we were talking about this because when we got to Orlando and we're talking to people. Some people were able to give us more information or kind of make changes to our placards. Uh, yeah, it was we really th- awesome to have to rerun those. It was really amazing. <laughs> Especially because... Um, so knowing we- that we've connected with those families and that, right. you know, the, the information is accurate. It's a beautiful thing. I think the one thing that I said in a, uh, to a, a mother of um, someone who was killed, his name was um, Corey Cannell, I said, look, he's part of this you know, um, movement now. I said, we take the 49, you know, almost everywhere we go, we have one. And, and, you know, your son is now changing people's minds and, and, uh, and looking to, um, looking at his life and, and, and it's, it, it's spreading, you know, what, what we're doing is actually, you know, because of this horrible I heard she tragedy. was very touched by the whole thing and she was very, um, well, and it was full circle for me too. Um, but I think that's what, Listeners, you understand what we do for human beings is we we really try to embody these people and and you know they don't have the luxury of, of marching in pride or, or doing anything anymore. Right. So right. Um, anyway, yeah, there are right. several so, events like that. So that please, I, I I invite the listeners to join us. We'll be everywhere. Um, <laughs> check the Facebook page for the current information, and uh, we and, hope to see you guys in the street. Yeah, you're gonna have to do something this weekend. So uh, <laughs> my, you know, may as well do it with us. We're a lot <laughs> right. of fun. Um, all right. Well, um, thanks so much. I, uh, I'm going to run over just a couple of other things. And, um, Absolutely. if you get, if you get any good, uh, a hell yes for the end of the show, text me so I can, I can add to that and I'll appreciate it. Okay. <laughs> I certainly will. Okay, I good. certainly will. Happy pride. All right. Happy pride. Okay. So once again, you're listening to radio gag. Uh, if you're in New York, uh, every other Thursday at 7 PM in Manhattan at the LGBT center, on 13th Street, uh, we meet. 
Um, you can go to our websites and our social media. We have Twitter. We are at Gag No Guns. On Instagram and Facebook, we are Gaze Against Guns New York. So if you are around this weekend and you see us, take pictures, share, watch, retreat, uh, retweet, and repost. Um, learn about our chapter. Start your own chapter. Uh, but also, uh, we really want to support this station and our show. So you can become what is called a WBAI buddy. Uh, just visit WBAI.org. Um, and help Radio Gag, just in our name, um, make a small donation. Uh, I want to be the first one in the new studio, so I don't. I, I, I want to. I'm very good um, with virgins. Um, let's see. Uh, the other thing I did want to bring up because a show I want to get more involved with later is the topic of alternatives to guns. We, we get on here and we talk a lot about um, trying to get gun control laws, sensible laws. Um, we, we explained some of these tragedies to people. And I met a, um, a trans woman at an event. Uh, I think it was my first year in gag. And she stopped by our table and she said, um, I need a gun. And as I was talking about Zoe and Ashanti, you know, you can see uh, the fear that is uh, in this community. And trans women of color are targeted. So I want to help in a way to give them other than trying to get guns out of the hands of the wrong people, but also give them uh, some ideas for self-defense. Um, we will go into uh, the Women Trans Self-Defense class. I've seen there's a few in Brooklyn that are free. Uh, hopefully we'll talk to them. Um, also, there is a gender and gender non-conforming support um, department, I guess, at the LGBT Center in New York. Uh, I've actually interviewed the engagement specialist before for a documentary I did on job inequality in the workforce for a trans um, community. Uh, hopefully I'll get a new update about them, but she's great in helping people with writing resumes and looking for the right work, but she also will go to uh, different um, corporations and talk to them about how to actually work with trans people and giving them a, sa a safe space. So... One of the other issues that we were going to bring up is, um, I will have that in another show, but I want to challenge the audience really quickly. Um, I want you to know that you may not know a trans person, you may not be a trans person, maybe there's not one in your life or work, but there is still something you can do. Um, if you notice, I didn't mention any statistics about trans murders or suicides. Uh, we will be representing them uh, at the rally. Uh, we will try to give them other alternatives uh, to arming themselves and providing uh, a safe space at work and other places. But I challenge you to research these stories. If you search murders of black trans women, uh, the first thing you'll see is that it's on the rise. So I want you to read about it, talk about it, share it, um, because if they're... News is the news that is telling these stories obviously is not enough. And our government, and it is our government, we own it, they do not own us. Um, if they continue to dismiss and further marginalize its citizens, um, then these lives aren't just invisible, but now their deaths are as well. So, um, before you look up anything else, uh, just try to research sometime soon about um, trans women um, of color and try to talk to your friends and so forth about it. it needs to be just as much of a discussion as anything else that um, someone is using to sell catheters on cable TV. Uh, this is just as important as anything else. And I think uh, for us more so. Um, 
So I'm going to leave you with a pre-recorded clip in a second. Once again, you can listen to previous radio gag shows anytime on the WBAI website. Um, we also have them on gazeagainstguns.net. Uh, they are now also on Stitcher and iTunes, and I am the first to go back and listen to how many times I stumbled uh, when I'm on the train. So they are available right away. Um, so thank you for listening. I am going to leave you with a Sing Out Louise song. I do have one, Hell Yeah, because um, I didn't hear back from Kathy right away, but this is on our um, Instagram. But Sammy Ginger, NYC, is a bartender who was in a competition in, in, a competition in Key West for bartenders, and the winning prize uh, was supposed to go to charity, uh, one local and then one uh, of his choice. He won $15,000, and 10000 of that uh, big pile of cash went to gag so we want to thank uh sammy ginger um we will obviously have us have him make us a drink but uh somehow or another uh we will we will thank him as much as possible we're also having a fundraiser uh in july that you can go to our facebook and see and we will be talking about uh more often so this was stay proud and i am now leaving you with sing out louise and privilege is So woke privilege is not getting shot when they grab your phone. White privilege is being left alone. Privilege is morning and evening, daytime and nighttime too. White privilege is doing just about Jay.